Hello, listeners from Close and Far. I'm Scotty, one of your hosts of the Diving Deep podcast. And I'm John. John, how are you doing today? Um, pretty good, pretty good. How are you doing, Scotty? That's great to hear. I'm doing pretty good. I got a haircut today. Not That's sure beautiful. how to feel about it. But You'll grow into it. As hair does. Mm. As hair does. So today, we're here to talk about The Mandalorian Season 2, which premiered on October 30th, 2020, and ran the eight weeks that followed. John, what did you think about this season of television? Well, let me tell you. Boy, did I love it. I'd have to agree. The suspense. It was like, every week. I think we need to get back to that. Like, don't get me wrong, dumping Cobra Kai onto me and watching that for like, in like, less than a day is beautiful. But like, the suspense that builds between each episode of The Mandalorian is just beautiful. Agreed. Marvel's following that same tactic as we talked about last week in WandaVision. Yes. Go watch it if you didn't. You should. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So The Mandalorian Season 2 was, I think we could both say, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. They did such a great job at literally everything. Uh, and I have next to no complaints about this season other than a certain actor who I don't think we're really going to talk about because... They have been in the news enough for the past week. Indeed. no, They don't get the famousness from us, you know? No. Mm-mm. They do not deserve... Uh... Oh, I forgot to click record. Shoot. Right, <laughs> recording. Record. We're recording. We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we are going to be talking about spoilers. And even though the season finished a few months ago, just a warning. Uh, I know, you know, it's The Mandalorian. Disney Plus hasn't launched in every country yet. Just beware. We're talking about everything. It hasn't? Yeah, no, Uh, Disney Plus is still not in a lot of places. Interesting. Did Mm. not know that. Hey, John, did you know Luke Skywalker shows up in this season? Um, yes, I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was insane. What was your initial reaction to that? Uh, I saw the X-Wing, and I immediately knew it was him. And then Mm. the build-up... Like, I didn't... I saw a couple reactions of people full on bawling their eyes out when they saw him. I didn't get, I didn't get fully that, but you know I got like let's go, let's mm. go. No, so I was watching this at three a.m. That's what I do whenever the new shows come out. I always get up at three a.m. to watch, and it's three a.m. My my brain's like foggy. So I was like, <laughs> what? What's happening? Like at first I thought it was Ahsoka, because like the it was a black and white camera, so I just thought the white, oh. and then I was like. Then it shifted to the green. It was the greatest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. And my mother needed to come in and check on me because she thought there was something wrong. Which there wasn't. There was something beautiful on the screen. It was beautiful. I cry. Mm -hmm. I never cry. So Mm -hmm. I I bet if I could cry, I would probably cry at that scene at least. Yes, if you could cry. Which I can't. Which he cannot. Baby Yoda's name. Grogu. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I like it. And a lot of people don't like it, but I think that's just because they're not used to it. The name Baby Yoda has just become so synonymous with him. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, people say the only other species we know, or the only other people we know from the species are Yoda and Yaddle. And you're trying to tell me that those aren't weird names? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like the name. I'm fine with it. I like I think I like it. It definitely has to grow on me. Mm -hmm. Because, like, 
the Yoda name is weird, but like you've known it for all your life, so like for all your yeah. life that wasn't weird. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think? Oh, I was gonna say something. I was actually I was gonna say something, and I completely <laughs> forget what I was gonna say. What do you think is gonna happen in season three? Do you think that Grogu is done and they're gonna leave that part of the show behind, or will he just kind of come back in a little into season three? I feel like he might come back. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, really. Cause... I'm so torn on it. Because in the sequels, we don't hear anything about Luke training a mini Yoda. So that's going to lead me to assume that Luke's probably only going to be with him for a little while before giving him back to Din or before letting him go out on his own. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it could go either way or anyway. I want him to build a little lightsaber and use like the little ball that Din oh. gave him because I saw that a lot on TikTok and I was like oh my god that is the greatest thing TikTok, ever the greatest um, season three is gonna be interesting considering that you know season two they gave us some setup uh he goes to the armor in the final episode she tells him to bring him back to his kind but we didn't you know the only mystery left there was that is that Yoda species or is that the Jedi yeah. we didn't really know now we have no setup and if I'm being honest I thought this could easily pass as a series finale, the final episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Just from the the grand like the scope of it and how the cinematic shots of Luke just walking down that hallway and how it you know it ends right when the door closes and the shots of Din and how he took his helmet off and you know we got to actually see Pedro Pascal for two episodes in a row and then even in the, in the credits they didn't even show the concept art it was just a black screen and it was even mm-hmm. different music. So I thought this easily could have passed for a series finale. I agree, because, like, they can definitely now take it in a different direction mm-hmm. and have just more of... Or they can, like, you know, make a new story plot or whatever it's called. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really know what's going to happen. It's it's all... Yeah, we know next to nothing. It's crazy. All we know is a certain actor won't be showing up. <laughs> I think that uh, Frog Lady from the Ice episode will become a bad guy. And she's gonna no, try you can't. Him. You can't say that. She was the best character of season two, and it's not even close. If you disagree, you are simply wrong. Exactly. You hear that, guys? Mm-hmm. Frog lady. I just spilled water on my leg. Okay, I'm oh, gonna no. ignore that. That did not happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So, what was your reaction to episode one, like to the start of the season? I thought it was like a grand opening, and like, cause like the way things ended in season one was like pretty grand and i was like you know that's pretty cool but then episode one i didn't think they were gonna go as big as they did Uh, yeah yeah it was just that gigantic sand the trait worm or crate dragon yeah i don't even know it's just the alaskan bullworm from spongebob (laughs) basically i mean it basically was Mm -hmm. to me this was actually the most significant episode in the season because cobb vanth uh, the guy who wore Boba Fett's armor, he's a book character. He appeared in the Aftermath trilogy, which were released in 2015, 2016, and 2017, respectively. And it was rumored that Timothy Oliphant would be playing him all the way back in May. And there were just so many rumors about the season, like about Ahsoka, we had rumors about Bo-Katan, Boba Fett, and Cobb Vanth. All these characters were rumored to come in. So when I saw that Cobb Vanth appeared immediately, that's what told me that all these rumors were true. 
and mm-hmm. got me incredibly more excited for the rest of the season. I did not know that those rumors existed. The Ahsoka rumor, I think, came out this time last year. That oh. was around for, like, over half a year before the show uh, before the show came back. And it ended up being true, so. I think Rosario Dawson did a job, you know? I think Pretty she did good great. job. Yeah, I think she did good, too. But I'm just disappointed that they they didn't even tell the original voice actress Ashley Eckstein. She's been she has been like the embodiment of this character since 2008, and I'm pretty sure she said that she wasn't even told that this was happening. Not cool, Disney. Yeah, that's mm, kind of lame. But yeah, Rosario Dawson did a great job as Ahsoka. But in my opinion, that episode is actually one of the weaker ones of the season. Yeah. I just thought they were almost setting up or trying to set up the Ahsoka show too much. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there is an Ahsoka show on the way, being done by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. But I just felt like they were trying too hard to set that up, especially with the mention of Grand Admiral Thrawn at the end. So to me, it just felt too, like they were trying to do too much. Because if you compare that to, like, Boba Fett's inclusion in the season, I think they did such a natural job of getting him and Fennec Shand into the mix, because now they're going to go off and do their own show. I did feel like they were setting that up, but not in a way that took away from the season, which I did feel with the Ahsoka episode. Yeah, I agree, because, like, the Ahsoka one was cool, but, like, I don't know, it felt it felt weirder. Like, it, mm. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, I, I definitely agree with you there. So is she going to just track down uh, Thrawn guy? Is that what I, she's doing? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. Now, there was, there were rumors about uh, a Star Wars Rebels animated sequel show that was first reported by Kessel Run Transmissions, who have a, a flawless track record. They were the ones that called the Ahsoka show. Uh, they, they, they've done a lot. Uh, they, they reported the Bad Batch two weeks before the show got announced. Wow. They've done, they've gotten some big scoops out in the last couple of years. So, you know, they have a really good track record. They announced this time last year. Rebel shows in development, but then apparently, the incredible success of the Mandalorian made them scrap that, and now they're going to try and implement that into the Ahsoka show. So they're trying to take an animated story and put it into live action, which I'm not sure how I feel about. But mm-hmm. with considering it's the same talent behind the Mandalorian on that show, it should, fingers crossed, play out well. Yeah, because Bo Katan, she wasn't. And also, she was played by the cartoon person, right? Yes, Katie Sackhoff voiced her in the cartoon, and then they got her to come into this show. Now, I hope she's a regular in season three. I think she will, uh, considering the fan reaction to the character, A, because people have loved her since, like, 2010 when she first debuted. Uh, And then they put her in Rebels, you know, she was in Clone Wars before, and then brought into live action, played by the same actress, who, and she appeared in two episodes, and with the significance of how the season finale played out and how she's like the heir to the throne of Mandalore, then I think there's no reason for them not to use her in a bigger role in season three. Oh, wait, didn't, uh, didn't like take the dark, dark saber? saber and then now yeah. she has to kill him or something? Battle. Because pretty much her sister was, uh, have you seen the Clone Wars? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, her sister is was the Duchess of Mandalore, who was killed by Maul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, the one that Obi-Wan was, like, in, in love, love with. Yeah. yeah, so, Bo-Katan is the heir to the throne. 
so she's been trying to get the Darksaber to finally be able to unite her people again. And she did get it in the finale, in the season four premiere of Star Wars Rebels, but she didn't win it. She kind of took it from uh, Sabine Wren, who was one of the characters in the show. She gives it to Bo. So, and I don't know how that's different from what's going on here. I think they have that question in mind and they're going to answer it in season three, just like how in season one, we all had the question of why doesn't he take his helmet off? And they gave us a good answer in season two. Yeah. I don't know. So you told me before we recorded, you had some announcement to make or something to talk about. Yes. Would you like to get into that? The WandaVision episode last night. Oh. I was, I was correct. And I about what? Sh- shove it in your face. Um, about the, uh, the bubble expanding. Yes, you were right about that. Good job. Take it. Take I, it. I will. I will. Tell the listeners out there, I predicted this better than Scotty. Um, and this is mm-hmm. this is the first step to take over the show and make it my own. Mm-hmm. Though I think uh, we we got a one-to-one. We're, we're tied. Because I'm still convinced that Evan Peters is evil. Because, okay. A, the line, how can your dead husband die twice? Oh, yeah, yeah. Quicksilver died in 2015. Vision died in 2018. How would he know that Vision is dead? That is true. That's so I think they're they're still hinting at him. Or they didn't hint at that in all episode 5. But I do definitely think they are going to go that way with his character. Because even how he talked, he refused to answer her question about why he doesn't have the accent. He refused to answer her question about their ba- their past. He didn't say anything about that. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're going that way still. But good, I, I commend you. Good job. Yes. I'm awesome. Sure. Uh, <laughs> back to the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I don't really know what to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. John, the Mandalorian, right? Yes, the Mandalorian, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, sp- uh, speaking of the Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal was just cast as Joel in the Last of Us series. Have you played the Last of Us? Oh yeah, start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pedro Pascal just got cast as Joel. Hmm. Okay. What do you what, what do you think about that? I'm trying to process it, he's gonna. Hmm. <laughs> Reminder: the creators of the game are executive producing this show. Okay. So. They wouldn't just go all willy-nilly with it. They, I think he's going to do good at it. Uh, it's actually quite like The Mandalorian, actually, if I'm being completely honest, where Joel... Oh, wait, spoilers for Last of Us if you yes. haven't played it. But I actually haven't, I haven't played it either, but I don't have it. 2000, so. 2010 or something it came out, so if you haven't played it... 2013. Oh, sh- shame I don't, I don't on you. I don't know. Shame sure. on you nonetheless. Uh, basically... Mm. You know, he has the the girl, and he's going to bring him to the Fireflies so that they can create the cure for the, uh, I forget what the disease is called, but then in the end, he chooses not to do it, mm-hmm. and then fight his way out. Uh, and then he dies. And then he dies. And I haven't played the second game, but I watched when he died, mm. and my god, did I, I felt like I was about to cry, but of course I can't cry. Um, John can't cry, this is true. And... It was so emotional because, uh, I don't know, that game is awesome. Like, the character bonding between Joel and uh, Ellie 
when they're just like not friends to like becoming basically uh ellie becomes joel's dead daughter to him in a way mm-hmm. i don't know so i can i think i can see him doing that yeah pedro pascal he's a very talented actor as he showed in this and in wonder woman 1984 uh and as if you watch him in literally anything he always steals the show narcos. so yeah narcos uh, I think he'll do a good job, and I haven't even seen The Last of Us. I'm just excited to see him be booked and busy, baby. Amen. Especially considering this news came out on the same night that blank blank got let go. Mm-hmm. It shows. It shows that superior actors move up and not superior mm-hmm. actors move down. Yeah, blank blank actress. Uh, did you even see they were supposed to lead the Rangers of the New Republic show? And then after they went sicko mode on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. Lucasfilm said, nah That ain't happening. My god. They... When Blank Blank said into the camera, you know, I was I was a rebel, or I was part of the clone <laughs> people, and she said stuff like that, like, I couldn't get... I couldn't feel any emotion, you know? It was, I can't it was watch just... that. I can't watch them act at all. It's 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 so bad. She also intimidates me, blank blank. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so what do you think they're gonna do with that show now? Uh get a new person. Is I think I don't think they're gonna recast. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're gonna let that character die. Before. But no, I think the best decision for them with the Rangers of the New Republic show. I think they could give that show to Bo Katan. Because I know she's not affiliated with the New Republic. In fact, she hates the New Republic. Because that's, you know, the Republic and the Mandalorians never gone along. But the original scoop, so Kessel Run Transmissions, the, uh, you know, the people who have a flawless track record, they mm-hmm. actually reported that there would be a show starring Blank and Katie Sackhoff. That show was, a, was going to be Rangers of the New Republic, as we eventually found out. But now that Blank is gone, that paves the way for Bo-Katan to take a leading role in the show, which I think would be good. I also want them to bring in, uh, oh, I forget his name, the X-Wing pilot from episode two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember his uh, name either, but yeah, yeah, he was good. The one, he, he, you know, he made that appearance in episode four, too, so I think uh, he even hinted at, like, these are not isolated incidents, there's something happening in the galaxy, so if he knew back then... And I think they can easily uh, merge him into Rangers of the New Republic. Mm-hmm. Especially now that, hmm, is out of the way. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Hmm, is out of, out of everything. Hmm. Bye-bye. So, what did you think about Boba Fett in this season? I want to hear your thoughts on this. Alrighty. Uh, super glad that they got the actor back, first of all. Great so actor. Cool. And then him paired with the sniper lady, great callback. Kind of yeah, great, uh, great team up. I think the two of them had a really good duo. And then when he fought, I thought that was probably like mm-hmm. the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Now, did, when I I remember watching the finale for the first time, I was like, where the heck is Boba Fett? Like he just kind of he kind of got wasted in the finale, but then you realize that it's because they didn't want him and Luke to interact. Oh yeah. So like they kind of had to write him out of the finale relatively quickly, so he didn't have to deal with Luke because, you know, if Din's ready to give Grogu to this guy, and then he goes, "No, I know him. 
he's bad, who would didn't side with? Yeah. So I think it's for the best that even though we loved Tamara Morrison and Boba Fett was great in this season, it was definitely for the best that he not have a big role in the finale, mm-hmm. especially now that he gets his own show. The book of Boba Fett, is that what it's mm-hmm. called? He's going to be the ruler of Tatooine. That's awesome. It's going to be good. Was Jabba the ruler of Tatooine when uh, Luke was there? Yeah. Because remember, Jabba, Jabba was like in charge or had significant power for a while. Because remember, he showed up in The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was the one that like uh, started the pod race. You know, then he shows up again in the special edition of episode four. Uh, and then, you know, of course, episode six. Yeah. And then, of course, Bib Fortuna took over for him in his absence and made himself, or he uh, he got the image of Jabba the Hutt in mind and taking over the role as he gained a lot of weight. Yeah. Uh, but now Boba Fett's in charge, and oh I gosh. think it sets up a lot. And I really hope that they dive into how he survived the pit the Sarlacc pit in the show because as as of right now we have no clue how yeah he's somehow made it and he lost his armor he got out lost his armor which was picked up by Jawas Cobb Vanth took it Mm -hmm. and the the rest is history so how did he get from point A to point B and why was he still on Tatooine even though he still had access to the slave one Oh, that is a good point. I mean, he shows up at the end of episode one, and it looks like he's a hermit almost. Then he shows up again in episode six, and he has his ship like nothing ever changed. Yeah, yeah, that does seem kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, was he looking for his armor possibly? Because I feel like he could have easily have taken it from the Cobb yeah, Vanth. Yeah, he, he easily could have taken it from Cobb Vanth. And he knew Cobb Vanth had it because in episode six he says, uh, you took my armor from Cobb Vanth back on Tatooine. So it's not like he didn't know Cobb Vanth had it. So why was he not acting on it until Din took it? Maybe him and the Sarlacc pit got married. And, like, that's why, you know, but, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But now there's also, uh, in episode one, Cobb Vanth says, so you know how the Krayt Dragon's, like, nesting in a Sarlacc hole? Yeah. Uh, Cobb Vanth says, no such thing as an empty Sarlacc pit. And then Din says, not if you eat the Sarlacc. Uh, so what if the Krayt Dragon ate the Sarlacc pit? And therefore freed Boba Fett? I don't know. It's And we also can't forget, he did have his jetpack. So it isn't that unlikely that after the dust cleared uh, on Jabba's sail barge, he just, whoop, right up, right up and out. True, true. But yeah, Seems still... badly scarred from it. Mm-hmm. Acid. Yeah, the armor was not in good shape, but then the paint job he gave it was clean. It was indeed. I love the slave one. I don't know about you. I just love, like, the design. No, I think it's a really cool ship, too. Especially, we had, because my, er, pause, resume. My only question with it or I love the design. I was like, how is it practical at all? Oh, yeah. Like then in episode down. 7, we see how, like, the ship rotates around the cockpit, which was uh, really cool. It's just such yeah. a subtle thing, but it explains, like, a lot. Because, like, in, like, the prequels and the, uh... Actually, do we even get to see it in the 
Yes, uh, he loads Han onto it in the end of episode 5. So, like, we never get to see the inside, really, that much. So, like, it doesn't seem practical the way that it's, like, Mm. upside down. Or not upside down. Yeah, just sideways, almost. Sideways, diagonal. And then when he dropped the... Well, the, the... The bomb. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, the one he, the one that Boba dropped or that Jango dropped in Episode Two. Oh, uh, that's gonna bug me. Uh, one second. Seismic charge. Uh, yeah, seismic charge. Sense. I love those things. Are the best part of Attack of the Clones from a certain point of view is just that scene of uh, that seismic charge shredding through the asteroid field. Mm-hmm. I agree, because Attack of the Clones, people. Mm. It might have added clones. But it did but a it, lot of attacking. Yeah, it did a lot of attacking to my mental state because... Uh-huh, because I can't sucked. watch more than 30 minutes of it in one <laughs> sitting. I get nom flashbacks. <laughs> nom flashbacks? Yeah. Yeah. No. So, what do you think about Moff Gideon? Because we haven't talked about him at all and we're nearly 30 minutes into recording. Oh, you're right. Um, Moff Gideon, the man, I feel like it, they did good casting him however yes. he is the bad guy in a lot of tv shows now yes Breaking john bad. carlos Pizzito has become the villain in a lot of things i'll start with breaking bad because he in breaking bad the dude was scary in yeah uh, heard, i have heard that the boys uh mm-hmm. he was the bet he's like he's not really the bad bad guy but like he's it's pretty Didn't bad he, like guy. the corporate guy the one who like owns the team owns the company that owns the team or something yeah and for some reason uh the what's his name homelander won't kill him which he could easily do i don't know why mm-hmm. uh and then there's uh now this tv show i don't know which version i like of him more i mean i feel like moff gideon and the uh the original breaking bad one i like because the original breaking bad one he was just ruthless like very cutthroat in a literal sense he oh. cut throats uh, mm-hmm. and he's he's such a good actor oh yeah he, he can just sell you on everything especially that scene in the finale uh where he says like i already have what i want from him and it's clear you two have a connection i bought that the first time i i, yeah. I don't know why i did because i think it's because of his acting as well as the Phenomenal score by Ludwig Göransson, but I know I bought that the first time. But then, as soon as he turned the tables, I was like, yeah. "How did I not see that coming?" In the words of Quicksilver, "You didn't see that coming." It's so true. And then he mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. He's still alive. Oh, wait, Quicksilver's still alive. Oh, Quicksilver. Oh, I thought you meant Moff Gideon. Oh, oh no, <laughs> no. No, yeah, Moff Isn't... Gideon. Didn't, uh, what's her name? The, who, she who must not be named, yes. take him? No, so in the finale, when they were waiting for Luke, he shot Bo-Katan like six times. She fell over, but she didn't do anything because she has Beskar armor. And then he tries to shoot little baby Grogu. Didn't jump in front of it. Nothing. And then he tries to shoot himself. But that's when Blank, uh, hits him once to throw the gun out of his arms and then hits him again to knock him out but he's oh, he's yeah. very much still alive mm-hmm. i think yeah. you know i think he's still going to continue to be the villain of season three uh i don't think i don't really think he's going anywhere 
but I don't know how they're gonna do it. It's probably gonna be a vengeance plot, and he's just trying to kill Din and take the dark saber back. But I also, I really want to see more of the dark troopers. They were so underused in the finale. Uh-huh. He takes out one, and then Luke just slaughters the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So I think he still has a whole other army of them. Because why would you only make, like, 30 of those? If yeah. if they're so powerful, yeah, they might be, like, material heavy, but in the Empire has fallen, so it might have been difficult. But no way did he have all of them in that one compartment in the ship that close to an airlock. Yeah, no way. I think he has more. They're going to break him out of some New Republic prison and take him. That is... That's definitely possible. Because mm-hmm. John Carlos Esposito, in that like time gap of December twenty nineteen when the uh, season one ended, up until October, up until September, because we got nothing. Our first trailer didn't come until September. He also said something like hinting at Moff Gideon being force sensitive. I think. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna go that route, but if they do, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because then him and Grogu could, you know, mm-hmm. duke it out eventually. Mm-hmm. Or him and Ahsoka. Because imagine, imagine if he gets back the Darksaber and fights Ahsoka, seeing that white lightsaber on the black Darksaber. From a visual point of view, that would be so cool. That would. Because I thought they were going to fight in Episode 5 of the season. Because, you know, we see Moff Gideon at the end of Episode 4, and they reveal there's a tracker on the ship. So, like, why... Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think that was such a missed opportunity to not have him and Ahsoka fight with the, that black on white lightsaber action. It, it is what it is, I guess. You know, they tried to set up her show in that episode, yeah. but I think if they were trying to take it more in an overall story direction, that would have been perfect. And I think it was such a missed opportunity that they didn't do that. What about Cal Kestis? That, My that... guy. I, I thing is, we don't know if he's still alive. Oh, yeah. I really hope he is. And that's also the reason I didn't think he was going to show up. Because I think that's the video game story to tell. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to leave that up to video ga- or to TVs and movies or even books. I think his story, for now, is going to be exclusively in video games. Because mm-hmm. Cameron Monaghan, that man, is he's an incredible actor. He was also Jerome yes, in uh, Gotham. Gotham, yeah. I haven't seen all of Gotham, but... What I, from what I have seen, I, still, I think I saw the first two, two seasons or something, he was really good. And I heard he only gets better as it goes on. Oh, yeah. It's mm. crazier and crazier. He's not Joker. Copyright. He's Mr. J. Yeah. Why Why did that even happen? I don't understand the fault. It's kind of the that. same thing with, like, Batman and how, like, Batman can appear. It's like how, you know, they, it was a young Bruce Wayne. He couldn't show up until the last episode of the show cause, and that was like they had to like beg Warner Brothers to let them do that I think and the CW and the, you know they have Batwoman and Bruce Wayne has shown up he's been mentioned several times he showed up in the finale of the season one of Batwoman but he can't get in the suit there's something uh-huh. Warner Brothers like they keep Batman so close to the chest and that was why they that's why Superman waited so long to get a show too they kept him so, uh, so close to the chest as well but then as people started to get to react positively to Tyler Hecklin's char- version of the character they said okay fine you can do a show with him and that is what happened I hope they do the same thing with Batman because I mean 
you know, Ben Affleck is most likely done. He, I think he's going to show up in The Flash, but other than that, he's done. Christian Bale's never going to come back. Michael Keaton's going to show up in The Flash, but he's like 70, so they can't do a ton with him either. So I think they have to eventually let go of Batman. Oh, no, they have, they have Pattinson. Oh, uh, the good old so, Pattinson. Yeah, they're, they're never going to let go of him. Mm-hmm. My God. Speaking of Robert Pattinson, the Batman looks so good, and we have to wait over a year to see it, and that physically hurts me. That that hurts me too. March third, twenty twenty two. We haven't gotten a good, or I guess a Batman movie in forever. Yeah, we haven't gotten a solo Batman movie since The Dark Knight Rises. So it'll be tw- it'll be ten years from when Dark Knight Rises to the Batman. You know, obviously we had BDS and Justice League, but I mean, even though Ben Affleck is credited first in both of those movies, they're not Batman movies. Yeah. So, I'm 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 just so excited for that movie gonna be interesting mm-hmm. just that one trailer sold me completely mm-hmm. uh, I if they never released a single trailer again I I wouldn't care that one trailer they released was so perfect I would not care if they did not put out a single other piece of marketing for that movie yeah cause like I don't know how to say it but like that trailer was so perfectly made with like it just gave me suspense Gave me thrill. Give me action. Oh, your camera's green again. Why? How did it turn green? I don't know. That happened. To, that happened in band when we were in like the breakout rooms for band last week or two weeks ago, or whenever it turned. Your camera turned green again. Green. My God. Mm. My God. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna ignore that. What were we talking about? Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Like that. That's what we should be talking about always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for that movie. And uh, also with Batman, Justice League comes out in a month and five days. Uh, and I'm thrilled for that. The Mandalorian Season 2. Mm-hmm. Batman. The Mandal- no, The Mandalorian Season 2. It was so good. Amazing. I don't really know how much else we can talk about without just keep saying it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. Yeah, we need we need something to trash. To trash? Yeah, we need to trash. All right, I'm gonna something. say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, say it. I no, I, I don't even want to say their name. Don't say their name. Cause you you know who I was gonna say. We both knew who I was gonna say. Exactly. But <laughs> we can't we can't do it. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't do it. Uh, what else can we trash but the Mandalorian? Nothing. Yeah, pretty much nothing. At all. This show is nearly perfect, I swear to God. Um, no. Mm-hmm. I can't trash it anything. Especially now that they are gone, and there's not going to be people like that associated with the show. It's going to work. It's... I just did a chef's kiss to mm-hmm. the people listening. Also, if you ever hear the noise... That is me uh, doing a blunt yes. uh, into the camera. Mm-hmm. With the, with that green camera. With the green camera. The, the green flare. Oh, it's beautiful. I can it see is, it, it is beautiful. I can see Do you know how face. you fixed that last week? No, I Didn't don't. Didn't you just like, kind of turn the camera on and off, on and off, on and off? Yeah, The Mandalorian Season 2 was nearly perfect in every way. 
So, what do you think about the other Star Wars shows? Because there's so many more coming out. Oh, yeah. There's... Uh, next year alone, I'm pretty sure... No, next year, I think, is... Yeah, next year is going to be The Mandalorian Season 3. And I think The Book of Boba Fett is going to go into 2022. So, The Book of Boba Fett will have its last half in 2022. Mandalorian Season 3 will be 2022. The Cassian Andor Show will be 2022. And the Kenobi show will be 2022. My god. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be something else that they haven't really brought up yet. Because there's so many other announced projects that I'm sure one of them will be will fit into 2022. Yeah. Maybe because... So Mandalorian Season 3 starts shooting April 8th, I believe, or April 22nd. So that'll come out in spring of 2022. I, and I think that the Andor, Cassian Andor show, is going to go through the summer... And then the Obi-Wan show will be, like, those six weeks, or it will be in, like, August, September. That's my prediction right now. But that leaves, like, October, November, December with no Star Wars. That's and I feel like they they kind of have to. Because The Mandalorian Seasons 1 and 2 did so good for them and bo- boosted so many uh, subscriptions during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be one other project that's going to come out in the fall it's, in the fall or winter 2022 i i'm predicting it now it's going to be called binks a star wars story and basically jar jar binks is in it right right yeah and it's basically the story of how jar jar binks uh i don't know, I don't know. yeah it's just the story mm-hmm. of jar jar binks hey did you know that uh there's rumors going around that jar jar is going to show up in the kenobi show and he's going to have a beard jesus it's no. going to be the greatest thing to ever happen if it comes true. If that does come true, I'll be excited. I'll 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 take a I'll, I'm going to get a poster of him and put it on my wall. Yeah. I I, I will I will hold that to a word. I'm in our office right now. By then, fingers crossed, I'll be moved into my own room having with my own PC to do this stuff. So I will get a Jar Jar Binks poster with a beard if that happens in Kenobi. You see this wall? You see how there's nothing on here? There's nothing on there. Also, wait, is it still green? Yeah, it's still green. Oh, uh, well, yeah. There's wall behind me. No, yeah, they can tell. Or I can tell. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Well, and there's nothing on it. So, Jar Jar could be the first thing on my wall. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Myself and John will be getting Jar Jar b- matching Jar Jar Banks with beard posters if he shows up in the Kenobi show. And body pillows. Oh, or that might just be me. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to indulge in that. Also, buy John Bird's body pillows, please. This mm-hmm. is an endorsement. Oh Yeah, it is. It is. Speaking of endorsements, we're going to have merch coming soon. Oh, yeah, merch. We may or may not have kind of talked about it for like half a minute in band class yesterday. Mm-hmm. But merch is coming. I don't know if that means it's coming next week or next month or even next year. Mm-hmm. Mer- merch mm-hmm. is coming. But merch I'll, I'll, is. I tell you. Only with John Bird on it, because oh. as I said before, and I'll say it again, I am going to take over this show from now. It's, world domination. Don't get me started. Taking me out of the equation is John's first step over uh, to taking over the world. Then I have a platform to talk about how, I don't know. John Bird's fireside chats. It would be, and I would say something like, uh, which Joker is better? Heath Ledger's or Jared Leto's from Suicide Squad in which case I would say 
Heath Ledger's. Of oh, I don't know if there's really any debate for that at all. He's scary. He's scaring mm. me. He's scaring the children. And I think we should cancel him. I'm pretty sure the internet's already tried to cancel Jared Leto like six times. Never worked. <laughs> but in the words of Mark Wahlberg, I am uncancelable. Good old Mark. <laughs> we did a little read-through of Mark Wahlberg's workout routine yesterday. Oh, yes. Us with uh, Charlie. Charlie, if you're listening, which I know you're not, shout-outs to you. You'll, we'll get you on the show eventually. I don't care yeah. how long it takes. And we'll get Rossi on the show. Oh, yeah, that's going to be soon. And Rossi, I know you are listening. Well, I think it might be rap time, John. Oh, God. I can't go back to my normal life. I'm pretty sure I have to go shovel well, or something. Is it, It's not snowing out. I know, but, like... I'm supposed to get a shed for like a because uh, we got like a lawnmower and then now Did we're you? getting mm. another shed. Wow, that's sounds like a bit of a hassle. It is. All right, well, thank you very much uh, for listening to this episode of the Diving Deep podcast. I've been your host, Scotty. I've never been your host. I'm your co-host, John. We're, we're co-hosts. It's been Scotty and John signing off from the Diving Deep podcast. Uh, feel free to come back next week. We're going to talk about Pixar's latest film, Soul. And we'll see you then. B- bond, no, au revoir. Goodbye in French. Yes.